we'll do one of these. Listen, Welcome to Porch Club Podcast. I am your host, Jess, and today we are recording a very special episode with a very special guest, Carolyn Audie. Welcome to the show. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, we are both very delirious and yeah. very excited because we just got back from Iceland literally 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drove from the Toronto airport back to my apartment in Buffalo, so that was like a two-hour journey. Above, but of course we got we're gonna get into yeah. it yeah <laughs> we're gonna get into it so before i get too far down that rabbit hole i know carolyn technically from a long long time ago we went to school together we were in chorus together mm-hmm. in like in middle school mm-hmm. so 14 15 years ago yeah nope that that was with my landlords <laughs> yeah so I've apologized before on the show, and I'll apologize again that I have landlords. I can't. It can't be helped. So I'm sorry if you are picking up that background noise. Anyways, Carolyn and I knew each other very loosely back in school, um, and then we reconnected later as adults, maybe like five years ago. Yeah, I don't think we've like come to the conclusion. Yeah, we haven't quite figured, figured out. <laughs> just Our friendship happened. is a mystery. Yeah, it honestly. just happened. <laughs> it just happened. Um, and then earlier this year, Carolyn came to, was it this year? January? December? I don't know. It was when you decided you were going to just start traveling. Okay. And I said, add me to the roster. Perfect. <laughs> I okay. want to be in on that. Yeah. So I want to say it was either last December or earlier in January. You came to me with this trip idea. Mm-hmm. You said, Jess, I want to go to Iceland. Yeah. And I said, let's book the flights. <laughs> we did immediately (laughs) we did so quickly yep um so to you the listener carolyn here aside from being an immaculate travel companion is a behavioral technician yes okay um so you work with children with autism i do i do um anyone like is it specific to kids on the spectrum or yeah okay um yeah it's a pediatric therapy center very so, cool all kids on the spectrum i love that mm-hmm. that hits home for me um and carolyn is also a cancer <laughs> very much so very much so a big old cry baby oh but i love you for that um she's also just kind of sunshine in human form a very warm caring person and i am blushing <laughs> okay Today, we are going to talk about Iceland, because we just got back, and it was the most incredible journey start to finish. It was magical bliss. Like, where do we even begin? The beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess we we talked about the very beginning, how this all came to be. So we left on November 12th and arrived in Iceland November 13th, and we were there for a total of nine days. And we went kind of at a crazy time because yeah. all of those earthquakes popped off the week before we left, yeah. like over 1,200, I think. I remember texting and being like, uh, do you know what's going on? Like, are we still going to be able to go? <laughs> no volcano can stop us. Mm-mm. Yeah. And so the volcano has, I don't know when this episode is going to be released. I got to figure it out. But the volcano as of right now at... Has not it? erupted. Yeah, it's like 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on November 21st. The volcano has not erupted, but they are bracing 
for an immediate eruption. Well, at any point, really. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, we, we could have just watched a volcano erupt. Yeah, we, we could have been stuck there. Yeah. Rats. Oh, Damn. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. Right off the bat, kind of chaotic energy. I also think we went, like, balls to the wall real quick. Like, the beginning of our trip was just insane. I mean, the whole thing was insane. Yeah. But we didn't really slow down until... Like, five days into it. Yeah. We, we had, I feel like we had two slow days in there, and then... Yeah. The, the whole trip has, was just consistent exploring and chasing down waterfalls and yeah. all the sites. Yeah. So we started our journey in Reykjavik. And by happenstance, if any Icelander is listening to this... We are so sorry. I'm so sorry for the pronunciation. So <laughs> I have no idea. I We just spent nine days and still so clueless. I can, like, read it and comprehend some mm-hmm. things, but... To say it out loud is a whole nother thing. It is a whole nother thing. I've never ex- like experienced a language like this nope, before. Me neither. So uh, our apologies. But we started our trip in Reykjavik, which is the capital and also the most populated part of Iceland. Two, I think it was one third or two, two thirds. Two thirds of the entire island's population lives in the Reykjavik area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's fun. They got stuff going on. It's so cute. They got all the tattoo parlors there. So if you want a tattoo in Iceland, you better plan around Yeah, don't wait till your last day <laughs> when you have no time. <laughs> Let's just cut to that real quick. <laughs> so because of what's happening in Iceland and with the weather, I don't know if it was related to the volcano or if it was just really bad weather, like a storm. Mm-hmm. Our flight today got moved up two hours so we we're supposed to fly out at five and instead we flew out at three and that really threw a wrench in our plans because yeah. we were supposed to get tattoos in Reykjavik today but also now that I think about it like would we even still have had time I think so yeah that would have given us two extra hours to work with I think so we so yeah we we weren't able to get tattooed in Reykjavik so we got on our flight flew to Toronto and immediately Got in the car, called a tattoo studio that was nearby. They accepted walk-ins, drove our asses right to the tattoo mm-hmm. studio, and we just got tattooed right there in Toronto. Yeah. So we got tattooed three hours ago? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what a day. <laughs> oh, it has been a long day. So that's so now you know the beginning and the end to the story. Yeah. But there's so much <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> All right. Reykjavik. We spent a night there. Um, it was really cute. We went really cool hostel that yeah. we stayed at. Really yeah. cool. Yeah, we went to a coastal hostel. Yeah, I don't know. It was. I guess it was kind of comparable to other hostels that I stayed at where it looked like they had activities mm-hmm. that you could join in on. There was just this really cool lounge area. It was yeah. a great hostel. We got those cards, so <laughs> we spent the first day just talking about the meaning of life right off the bat. <laughs> I bought three different deck cards uh, that are designed to inspire really deep, meaningful conversations between people. So one of them was the meaning of life. One of them was travel-oriented. And I don't even remember what the third one was. I think it was just deep conversations in general. Something. It was something. All... It was something like how to make friends. But those questions were also so deep. Yeah. I was like, there's no... <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Imagine just walking up to someone in a cafe and be like, hey... What's uh, your definition of love? 
<laughs> More than three words. What please. is your life's purpose? Yeah. <laughs> Have you thought about that today? <laughs> Why were you put on this earth? <laughs> oh my god. But they were great questions. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. And so that kind of set the tone for our evenings too, it feels like. Yeah. Because we got our glass of wine. We were super introspective and reflective and and just kind of opened up. Okay. I feel like you and I, like we were obviously like friends and we knew each other and we've hung out a few times and you've taken photos and stuff, but we've never been like super, super close. Mm-hmm. Like like deep conversation close so i think like starting our trip with like just diving in um glass of wine meaning of life day one we're getting into it yeah we're spending a long time together in a different country and we're getting into it (laughs) (laughs) i thought it feels like the best way to go about any kind of trip especially when you're spending that much time with someone that you haven't spent much time with previously like you just rip the band-aid off Mm -hmm. and just dive into some vulnerable shit yeah and then it's like oh we're best friends the rest of the trip yeah absolutely saying the same thing at the same time on the first day (laughs) (laughs) oh my god we land in iceland we pick up our rental car and uh so the airport is kaplovic kaplovic which is a 45-minute drive to Reykjavik. We get to Reykjavik. I just pronounce it, like, <laughs> so many different <laughs> ways. <laughs> we get to Reykjavik, and we uh, had... The, so the whole city's, like, still sleeping, even though it was 9.30 yeah. in the morning. But yeah. it was still dark, because in November, the sun rises at around 9.30 and sets by 4.30. Yeah, so and that, I think that changes, too, depending on, like, where on the island you are, but... Yeah, yeah. okay. That makes sense, actually. Um, so yeah, we just found like one of the three cafes that were open that early in the morning and, uh, we were just so excited and the waiter comes by to like take our dishes or something. And we said the same thing three times in a row. And then our like responses to us saying the same thing, like were the same responses. (laughs) It was so weird. So weird. Okay. Have you seen 22 Jump Street? Yes. The twins in the dorm? <laughs> That's what it reminds me yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. That was us, like, pretty much the whole trip, right from the very start. Before we even spent any time together, that yeah. was us. That was so funny. But, um, like I said, at some point on the trip, I feel like we're just cut from the same little star cloth. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Kindred souls, as they say. <laughs> So before we get into the rest of the trip, I will say for those of you who want to travel to Iceland, absolutely rent a car. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to see the island. Rent a car and just drive it all. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what we did. We rented a car and we drove around the entire perimeter of Iceland for the most part. Yeah. We didn't go all the way up north. But that is a summertime activity that we will do next time. Oh, absolutely. So we can go well watching. Um, Yeah, I think the way we did it was just absolutely perfect. Yeah. We got to see every part of it. Well, obviously not every part, but... Yeah. We saw, I feel like, as much as we could have seen in nine days Mm -hmm. um, without, (laughs) like, passing out from exhaustion. Yeah. So if any of you listening would like to have our itinerary, I will give you all of the details. Just hit me up. 
Um, so yeah, we rented a car. We drove around the entire perimeter, starting in Reykjavik. And then from there, we went up west. And um, I won't, we won't bore you with the very finite details of every part of this trip, every hour. Uh, but I think for me, what my highlight was while we were in the West was finding out that we were in, we were staying in a town that was used in the filming of The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's in my top three. It's like my go-to feel-good movie, other than Mamma Mia, of course. Um, and that we were watching it from the hotel room mm-hmm. because we knew that there was filming in that area. And we paused it. At a scene where he's riding a bike, and our our hotel room was in the background. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're looking at it. We're like, we're there right now. Like we're literally so watching this movie from that exact place that is in this movie. <laughs> this is so crazy. crazy. Uh, so that was a huge highlight for me. Um, and I also feel like the sun was at its most like golden. Mm-hmm when we were in the west everything was just a golden brown gold color and i think starting it there was just insane like Mm -hmm. i i feel like i like couldn't speak i feel like i still can't find words for how amazing just the nature was yeah the landscape and everything i just in awe (laughs) everything was yeah very otherworldly um, so we, we hit a national park, we hit a couple of waterfalls in the west, a black sand beach, a lighthouse. It was all very beautiful. Um, also, we started our burger <laughs> journey across Iceland. I don't know what I expected the food to be like in Iceland. I guess I expected it to be like just a ton of fit, like a lot of like seafood. Yeah. And it really wasn't. Well, to be fair, there definitely were fish items on, like, every place that yeah. we went to. We just opted for the burger well, option. I guess you're right. I guess I did <laughs> look over all the fish because I don't really eat fish. But <laughs> I thought it would just be more. Like, right. That's fair. Yeah. But I the, didn't think there'd be burgers on every menu. There And, yeah, there were burgers on every menu. No, I think that's fair. Well, also... Or ignorant. That's the word I was looking for. What did you say? I said arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> tomato shimanenu yeah um yeah i think the menus in general were a little small like i don't remember there being a ton of options for most of the places that we went to there wasn't really a ton of options to eat that's true too which is yeah i still have to look that up so one of the things we've noticed about iceland driving around is there weren't many restaurants or bars outside of Reykjavik um and a lot of the restaurant options were in hotels mm-hmm so that was interesting. And a lot of them were run by, like, other European nationalities. Yeah. Or at least, like, the the waiting staff yeah. uh, were, seemed like mostly European, like, Eastern European, Northern European. But yeah, it, was Magna the only actual Icelander that we met? I don't know. Maybe. I guess we didn't go around asking everyone yeah. the nationality. Are you Iceland? Are you, are you, are you the whole country of Iceland? <laughs> are you specifically Iceland right now? <laughs> are you Icelandic is what I meant to say. <laughs> oh, delirium. I feel like sometimes it was hard to tell, too. I guess That's I'm not very true. good with accents, but... Yeah. Yeah, the, I guess the Iceland, that Icelandic accent reminds me a bit of, like, Danish... Swedish, you know, like Scandinavian in general. So for me, it was hard to differentiate Mm -hmm. between those. Anyways, the West was really cool. 
It was really cool. Then, an even cooler thing that happened. <laughs> we went up north, and what happened, Carolyn? We saw the fucking northern lights. The fucking, the northern, fucking northern, lights. northern lights. We have to tell that story. <laughs> yeah, which is why we're here right now. <laughs> First of all, we got our little troll guys. Mm-hmm. Took them to dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Took them on a date. And then when we were leaving dinner, we rubbed their bellies and wished for the Northern Lights. Yeah. And what did we get immediately after? Not five minutes later. The fucking Northern Lights. I'm like crying right off. Not really, but. (laughs) You can. (sighs) Yeah, it was incredible. So if you go to Iceland and you see these little troll character, like these troll guys. They're like like everywhere. Like three inches tall. They are everywhere. They're so cute. Just buy a couple and rub their bellies and wish for the Northern Lights. And apparently that's what does it. Yeah. Because that was the only sighting that we got of the Northern Lights. And, and we had a lot. We had been like trying to, not trying to stay up, but like woke up. I mean, I at least woke up in the middle of the night the one yeah. night and was like, peering out the windows. I didn't see anything. Yeah. The first couple nights. That was only night three that we got yeah. to see them too. Yeah. Which I'm so glad like we got that out of the way so we can kind of relax a little bit more. Yeah. Because I feel like... Going into the trip, we both had this wishful thinking that we would see the lights mm-hmm. without trying to set that hard expectation. Yeah, I really did not want to get my hopes up, but I also knew that if I didn't see them, I would be really sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be coming back freaking every year until I saw them. Not actually. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really emotional experience because it was... We left a town that I'm not even going to attempt to butcher the name. It starts with an A. You just, if you want to know, reach out to me. Yeah, we'll type it it's out. It's like a um, <laughs> You said it perfectly. <laughs> I think that's how the locals say <laughs> And we started driving. It was an hour drive from this town to our cabin for the night. And five minutes into the drive, we see the lights. And I remember, like, thinking... I had to pull off somewhere because I had no idea if the lights were still going to be around by the time we got to our lodging. So there was this really dark road. It kind of was like steep. I thought we were about to go off a cliff or something. Yeah, there was like a drop off on both sides of the road. Not super crazy or anything, but like at least maybe like six feet at an edge. Yeah. And it was a narrow road. And I had it's to pitch do black. pitch black. Like when the sun is down in Iceland, it is like I've never experienced a like darkness like this before. Yeah, it's crazy. Because the cities and little towns are small and so far between uh, that it is total darkness at night. So we're driving down this narrow road. Oh, I pull off down this narrow road that looked like it led to some pro- private property, like mm-hmm. a farm or something. And I had to do, like, a 12-point turn to get out of there. So yeah. I didn't drive us off of a little cliff edge. Um, but, yeah, I we, we pulled off. I, I was freaking out. I didn't even put my jacket or gloves yeah, on. Yeah, I definitely I, thought I was going to get, like, Yeah, frostbite. like, her hands were just throbbing. so much pain. Numb. Yeah, it was... It's, like, one of those moments where you think something so magical, it's going to vanish in an instant. Yeah. So we're trying to, like, capture it and soak it in as much as we possibly can. So I grabbed my tripod and I set up my camera and I'm trying to figure it out. And we're just, like, squealing. I know. (laughs) And, like, there's so many things that I... I mean, I've been waiting to see the Northern Lights for so long, but there's so many things that, like, you don't know about them until you actually, like, see them. Mm -hmm. Where, like, 
Okay, in a lot of pictures you see them, they're like really bright colors, but mm-hmm. I feel like in person they're not that bright. Well, I mean, like they're bright, but they're not like colored like that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's interesting. And I don't know if we just saw it like at a weird time, but like I don't even know how to explain it. Okay, so from the information I got from Magna, who we'll get to, mm-hmm. Uh, the Northern Light, and I have not fact-checked this, so who knows, <laughs> but the Northern Lights are in a seven-year cycle, so right now we're kind of in the middle of that cycle, and they're not the brightest that they could have been. We're gonna, you would see, like, full peak Northern Lights four years from now, four winters from now. Um, but I do still think, like, just the way that the cameras can pick it up versus the, the oh, human right. eye. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with that, like, long exposure. It's yeah. just taking in all the color and light that we just can't see. So they it's still crazy. still incredible. It's like, like water. Just, like, yeah. it moves like water. That is another thing that I didn't realize is, like, I knew that they, like, it moved and it was, like, a light show and it's so cool. But... It is generally just, like, waves of light. Mm-hmm. It is, like... So beautiful. You have to see them, you like, really to... Do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, to fully know. Yeah, but... like, literally speechless. Like, yeah. <laughs> words are gone. Uh, yeah, just, like, a little spirit river <laughs> flowing through the sky. Oh, honestly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, of course, we watched Brother Bear a few nights later mm-hmm. just to get more emotional about it. Yeah, to cry. Um, it was yeah it was for sure the most magical part of this trip and probably will be one of the most magical moments of my life forever Mm -hmm. i can't imagine many things topping Mm -hmm. that so three nights in we hit our peak yeah (laughs) and we were like honestly like everything else is just bonus yeah we had seen the icelandic ponies that you wanted to see already we yep. aren't at that point we already saw so many waterfalls mm-hmm. and had just like already experienced so much magic that it was like okay day three and we're kicking ass yeah. <laughs> everything else is just a bonus yeah and we did get a lot more bonus oh. but it, it definitely was like the first three days felt the most eventful which i'm really glad that it was because when you start a trip, I feel like most of your energy is on that front half yeah. of the trip. Like, you are in a new place. You're riding off of that excitement, that adrenaline. Yeah, I feel like we were just, like, on a high from just being in Iceland. Like, yeah. the moment we landed, I was like, okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. What are mm-hmm. we going to get into first? <laughs> yeah, so if you have high energy things that you want to do when you go travel, try to time it in the beginning of your trip. Mm-hmm. Because that is when you're going to have the most energy. Yeah. Especially uh, if you're a very emotional person, like, give yourself some time later on to really reflect and yeah. <laughs> relax and take it in. Absolutely. You don't want to burn yourself out. No. So after the Northern Lights, we spent a couple days up north in this really cute cabin. We chased um, a volcano crater and a couple more waterfalls. We went to an incredible farm slash restaurant and they told us to go pet their cows and that was amazing. And it was also the best burger. Mm -hmm. One of the best burgers I've ever had in my life. And definitely the best burger we had in Iceland. Yeah, so good. But yeah, I feel like after our little northern stint, we had a couple of calmer days Mm -hmm. where it was just spent in the car driving from the north to the east. And it was mostly, like, we didn't do too much during those days. We had maybe one thing to do. There was a lot of travel days in the car, but Mm -hmm. even that was just... 
incredible. Yeah. Like, just driving through Iceland, like, insane. Yeah, because no matter where you drive, everywhere you look around you looks like a scene from a movie, Mm -hmm. like, Interstellar or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not even on planet Earth. So you have these hours in the car where it's just you, your music, and your thoughts with this this image around you that's so inspiring. And we sat, not silently because we had music on, but we sat without talking for hours, mm-hmm. just kind of taking it in, And reflecting. not even really realizing that, like, yeah. it was out. And it was just so amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was, it was everything that it needed to be, mm-hmm. that I needed it to be, that you probably needed it yeah, to be. Yeah, I definitely worked through a lot of stuff. Me too. Like, so many things. So many different random parts of my mm-hmm. life just kind of all came together in Iceland. Mm. It's like, not to sound like cliche, but like, this trip really did change, like, a lot for me. Yeah, a me lot. too. It was the perfect way to kind of close out this year for me as well because we're going into December and, you know, holidays. This felt like my going out with a bang for Mm -hmm. 2023. I love New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. and this trip has given me a lot to kind of infuse into my intention going into the new year. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what am I going to leave behind in 2023, and what am I going to really work towards in 2024? So... Yeah. Yeah. And that was just driving. <laughs> and that was, <laughs> that was just for driving. No, honestly, every day was being on a different planet and like having different thoughts and working through feelings. And, like, <laughs> yeah. But like in the best, most beautiful way. Absolutely. Like there was no discomfort. I almost like welcomed it. I'm like, let me feel everything I can feel right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and we talked about this too, because I think it's really important to travel with someone that you can be comfortably silent with because mm-hmm. then there's just that no added pressure to fill the silence with talking or like hyper analyze like are they having a good time mm-hmm. are we all having a good time uh, to just be able to sit comfortably and just let your thoughts flow without having to kind of stop and check in with the other person. Yeah. And I think it became almost like an unspoken thing. Like, yeah. Especially for, like, the passenger, because we would switch on and off driving. Like, okay, this is your time to reflect. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both just going to stay here. We're both just going to reflect. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was a good system. We yeah. had a good system going. Yeah, we did. I want to talk about the day before yesterday. Okay, I want to talk about the beach. Talk, <gasps> yes, that, that talk about beach, the beach. I don't even know. Like, we experienced the Northern Lights. We experienced so much. And then we got to Vic, mm-hmm. and we were just like, on this beach and it I literally felt like I was like transformed to like a different place like I don't even know and that beach brought me so much peace and so much clarity on so many things that I had been like trying to work through in the trip and like through the drives like I'm like okay I'm thinking about all these things but I can't really find the answers and then like I don't know it was it's crazy it's that place is magic and I'm gonna visit that beach in my dreams probably every night I think you should (laughs) I think I will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't think we talked about this yet, but one of the things about Iceland in November with these really short days is the sun doesn't fully rise. Mm-mm. So you're either in a constant blue or golden hour, which is a photographer's dream. So the first like hour, hour and a half before the sun breaks through the horizon line, and then also the hour after it drops below the horizon line it's like this really soft 
ethereal blue. It's just so dreamy. It is so dreamy and cinematic. And yeah, then, you're in a dreamlike state, like 20, well, not 24 7, but yeah, for most of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, that is what it feels like. Yeah. Like a dreamlike state. Like I'm on drugs right now. I don't know. No, like I'm like, <laughs> like did our plane crash? Yeah, we got there. <laughs> we and got we're that. Just like, that was the bit. We were yeah. like, are we actually dead? Did the volcano erupt as soon as the plane touched base? Yeah, and we this just perished. Not, it was not real. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was either this dreamy blue dreaminess. Or it was a beautiful golden hour that reflected light off of everything you saw. Mm-hmm. And it was one or the other. So photographers, if you're trying to go to Iceland, November is a great time of year because you will not take a bad picture. Mm-hmm. So at the beach, it was a really, really strong golden hour. And it was also foggy. So it just mm-hmm. like added this haze to it. And the sound of the waves, like, I don't know, it just sounded different than any of the, any other ocean I've been to. They were powerful. They were powerful waves, and the fog was glowing because of the golden hour. And the black sand. And the black and sand, the contrast of the light and the, the black sand. The mountains being right there. It's oh just... Oh, my God. I, it's like what you would kind of envision heaven to be, probably. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the land of gods. Yeah. That is Iceland. Mm-hmm. And that it proved to be. Yeah. That was two days ago. Also on that day, because this is going to be important, we were supposed to go see this plane wreck. Mm -hmm. And I looked it up because I just wanted more info on it because I just love information. And for some reason, whoever wrote this article told us that it was going to be like an hour hike there and back. And we didn't have that much daylight left. So we decided to do it the next day. Yeah, because we thought it was going to be two hours total of hiking to the plane. Uh, when I originally had thought it was just going to be something off the side of the road. So we scrapped that, saved it for the next morning, which leads us to the next morning, yesterday. So we get up, we drive to the plane. It was like 30 minutes from where we were staying. And we noticed that there is a shuttle. Mm-hmm. So we could just skip the walk altogether. So our like planned like two and a half, three hour thing just went down to a few minutes. So <laughs> yeah, like, really good. It's like a five minute shuttle thing. Yeah. Um, so we were looking at the sign on like how to pay mm-hmm. uh, and the shuttle driver just jumps out. He was just this cool Icelandic man with a leather jacket and a sick ass mustache. A fringe leather jacket. <laughs> a fringe leather jacket and a sick ass mustache. And a really cool like, I don't even know. I feel like there's probably a name Because it the wasn't mustache. necessarily handlebar. But it wasn't it was... handlebar, but it did like twirl a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's a twirly stash. <laughs> little twirly stash. Um, so just like a really cool aesthetic. And he kind of, re- he, the energy that he just gave off reminded me of Floki from the Vikings. It's just kind of this like cool, a little bit um, mysterious, wacky, goofy energy. So he offers <laughs> We had a ride shotgun uh, on the shuttle bus. So, of course... Yeah, left me in the back. I by myself. No, I'm immediately just ditched Carolyn. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, she did come to check and make sure it was okay. She actually was like, so, do you want to, like... He offered one of us... I was like, Jess, go have your moment. Go sit up there <laughs> with the Viking man. <laughs> oh, yep. So, I sat shotgun and just chatted with him for this five-minute shuttle ride. And in that five minutes, he offered us to go on an ATV tour with him because he's also... Oh, I don't know if I told you this, Carolyn, but he's not... He doesn't normally do that. He picked up that shift for a friend. (laughs) I wish you guys could see my face right now. 
literally everything happens for a fucking reason and like being at the right place at the right time mm-hmm. i have goosebumps because i just okay <laughs> i can't get into it i'll go on a tangent yeah so okay so he picked up that shift to his friend and that that was his very last shuttle because after that he had to go back and get ready for his atv tour ride so he shuttles us out to the plane. He says, think about it, but if you want to, just come join yeah. us and come on these ATVs and we'll ride around the black sand beach and whatnot. So there obviously wasn't much to think about. So we checked yeah, out the course. plane very briefly, jumped on his shuttle back, and then we followed him to a farm that was like right next door where we got to go on this like two and a half hour ATV excursion Mm -hmm. through... I mean, like, it was on the Black Sand Beach, but also we were driving through these glacial streams. We went through, like, a little tunnel of water at some point. Yeah, through these rivers and then into this, like, canyon that was just so magical that I literally cried while just sitting there. Like, (laughs) Yeah, it was a moss-covered canyon, and it was just this really rich, like, Martian emerald green, and you just laid there on the moss and you look up and there's these little divots in the in the cliffside and you're really truly expecting mm-hmm. to just see a troll or some kind of fae folk like that's the energy yeah. that was giving and it was so magical and so incredible and we only got to experience that because exactly like right place right time mm-hmm. we ran into someone incredibly kind and, and if you think about it like the amount of time that we planned for that plane trip mm-hmm was the amount of time that like that ATV tour was and that hike yeah. like that hike didn't happen. I don't know. It's just so and if we went to like see the plane the day before, we wouldn't this wouldn't have happened. No, it wouldn't have. Everything it, happened so oh perfectly. Oh my god. <laughs> just thinking about it. I believe very deeply in the magic of the world and mm-hmm. just magic in all things. But if I ever had any doubt or if I didn't previously believe in magic before this trip, Mm -hmm. this trip would have me believing in magic. Yeah. A thousand percent. I think too, like before this trip, I kind of was losing that part of me. Like Mm -hmm. everything seemed very mundane and like I just like going on this trip, I'm like, oh, like there is quite literally magic in everything. Like you just have to find it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. So that's, (laughs) that's where... We have to figure out how to integrate it into our day-to-day lives yeah. now that we are back from maybe the most magical place yeah. in the world. Yeah, that was a really strong takeaway for me. Yeah, any other strong takeaways from you? Continue to be extremely grateful for everything, mm. even the little things, because I think that helped us a lot. Like, the more we just, like, poured gratitude into everything, like, the more magic we got out of it. It was just crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. And we talked about this on the trip, and I don't know if I've really brought it up at all on this podcast yet, but <clears throat> the law of attraction. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Is something Carolyn and I are both, you know, very strongly, uh, we, we just believe in the law of attraction, and this trip was a really great testament to that uh, testimony. But even if you don't, sorry to interrupt you, but no, you're fine. even if you don't, like, get things out of it, like... I don't want the moral of the story to be like, oh, if you're super grateful about things, good things will come to you, which is the law of attraction. But mm-hmm. like, just be grateful to be grateful and just be like thankful that you're here. And yeah, well, I think with life. gratitude, like even if you don't get something tangible out of it, you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. Like 
So if you if you've never heard of the law of attraction, um, which I feel like it's gained so much traction over the last you know five to ten years, so you probably have. But if you haven't, the whole idea is basically <laughs> crash course. Everything is made up of energy and frequencies, and what you are putting out into the universe is what is being reflected back to you. So if you are constantly pouring out gratitude for everything in your life, for this abundance, the universe is going to give you more things to be grateful for. And if you are not that much of a mystic and you're like, I don't know about all that, even just like it's science as well. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like neuroplasticity. I'm not sure, but yeah, not neuroplasticity. There's a whole documentary on it. Yeah. That like changed mine and my mom's view on the law of attraction. Even if it's just like you're only noticing more things to be grateful mm-hmm. for because that's what you're telling yourself. Yeah, because that you're if you're focusing on the good, you're going to see more good. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So either way, you're going to get something out of it. I think gratitude, I would love to just do like a whole episode on gratitude because it's been one of the most profound. Count me in. <laughs> yes. I'll be there. Yes. It's just been, If it might be the most like revolutionary thing mm-hmm. in my life that has really changed things and turned things around mm-hmm. for me and I lived I lived in such a little dark mind <laughs> like I I I was a very very sad depressed you know just riddled with anxiety kind of person um and there are a lot of factors that go into it and there's also a lot of factors that led me out of it but I think gratitude is like the single most impactful thing that like- I've I completely agree. Yeah? I completely agree. It's incredible. It is incredible. And it because I noticed a huge change in my life when I started doing like a gratitude journal mm-hmm. and even just like, or you don't even have to write them down, but like if you lay in bed and think about three things you are grateful for that day, mm-hmm. like it, I don't know, it, it definitely changed, changed my life a yeah. lot. Yeah. And because like the word gratitude sounds like a noun to Mm -hmm. most people but it's also something that I think anything that has positive impact and change in your life is a practice Mm -hmm. like gratitude is a noun and also it's a verb and for me I used to keep a gratitude journal and I would journal every single day and then it just kind of became part of my coding like I feel like I just wake up and my normal Mm -hmm. is to just look for things to be grateful for or vocalize it say it in my head or say it out loud and even on my bad days now, so not always, but sometimes on my bad days, like I'll still vocalize things that I am grateful for. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I've sat with my grief and let that be felt first, I'm not yeah. trying to like spiritually bypass my yeah. grief. Like but... you're not trying to like push it away. But exactly. Yeah. No, I definitely do the same thing. Like if I'm in a really low place or crying about something real, real, mm-hmm. real hard, I just, I have to sit there and I'll be like, okay, like, this happened and this happened and whatever, but I'm really grateful for these things as well. Like two things can exist at the same time. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does. Yes. I think many truths can coexist all at one time. So I can be like really, really sad about something. I'm really happy. Like even just a couple weekends ago when I lost my family, I had a baby donkey that was born on the farm and we were all so just enamored and in love with this baby donkey and then she passed away two weeks later uh, because of because she had pneumonia and it wasn't caught early enough. So the same day that the baby donkey died that I was just so in love with, one of my best friends ever, had a baby. 
So it's like these two really strong mm-hmm. emotions that seem like they would kind of contradict each other, like just kind of existed at once. Like I was just so joyful and emotional about the birth of the new baby. And then I was also grieving and mourning and so devastated over the loss of the donkey. So there's like always things that yeah. can, it's yeah. not so black and white, not so binary. Screw the binary. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so talking about gratitude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would just like to say how grateful I am for you. Oh my god. I know, we're gonna get there. <laughs> Honestly, like, I think if I took this trip with anyone else, it would have not been how it was. Like, you were the perfect travel companion. Like, and I, I don't know. I have been trying to find words to, like, thank you. And I just am like, I'm just so grateful for you. Like, not only as a travel person, but just like, as you like you i am so grateful to like know you and <laughs> i just love you so much oh my god i love you <laughs> don't make me cry i know i am very 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 grateful for you and i mean you you basically just said everything that i can i have said to you and want to yeah, say to I know. you <laughs> just pouring it out to each other like every night every basically. night <laughs> <laughs> Yep, just a lot of, just two gals and a lot of gratitude. A lot of just abundance of gratitude, a lot of love, friendship, you know? Yeah. Wow. Is there anything else that you want to talk about regarding this trip? If anyone with any trip is questioning, well, I don't have enough money or I need to wait or I don't have time or I'm too busy and blah, blah, blah. Shut up and just do it. Like literally just do it. Mm-hmm. because there is no better time than now Mm-mm. and you can worry about all that shit later <laughs> like i don't i don't i have i don't know <laughs> i'm so terrible with words no that that was perfect and i couldn't agree more like the, the money will always come back you can always make more money but these memories are gonna be with you forever and mm-hmm. you never know how a trip is gonna impact your life and change the trajectory of your life even and my my biggest piece of advice for anyone who wants to start traveling or do more exciting things specifically regarding traveling pick the dates Mm -hmm. book the flight Mm -hmm. and then figure the rest out but if you have those dates and you're you have some kind of commitment to yourself that you now have to stick to you're much more likely to go on the trip because if you just say yeah i'm gonna go to iceland you know maybe when i save up more money maybe when blah 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 there's always gonna be the blah 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 and there's never gonna be a perfect moment Mm -mm. ever there's never gonna be a perfect moment you gotta make it you gotta do it absolutely yes the power yes is in your hands literally we are so powerful (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes ah absolutely i'm glad you brought that up because absolutely i couldn't agree more Um, And if you have any questions about traveling, and if you feel like it's a really daunting thing to plan a trip, you can always feel free to reach out to me. I can help in any way. Uh, Or any way that I can't help, I will. Let me word it that way. I can help in any way. (laughs) I am all knowing. (laughs) Ask me anything. (laughs) I am your genie. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Do the wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, this is probably before 
the delirium fully takes over and we're just going into yeah. some obscure references and I'm just gonna start crying <laughs> to be honest <laughs> the last 30 minutes of this podcast will just be us sobbing so yeah. stay tuned I will transition us to the wrap out I always okay I keep saying wrap out it's wrap up what is a wrap out <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have a wrap out right now <laughs> Her name is Jess, and she's got a podcast. <laughs> That's going to be my intro from now on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Wrap up. We're going to wrap up. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to retransition us. <laughs> Compose ourselves. Carolyn. All right, Carolyn. Are you ready for this? Oh no, not this question. Oh yes, this question. I've been thinking about it in the car today. I don't know what I'm going to say. Carolyn, speak from the heart and tell me just one little, easy, simple joy. I have so many. Um, All I can think about right now is just a good cup of coffee. Mm, That's a a good one. a good cup of coffee. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't get coffee today and... I have to say my day feels a little incomplete right? without it. I feel like that simple little good wasn't good enough. Coffee is an immaculate simple joy. I feel like I should have some profound the, So there's a reason it's simple joy and not profound joy? <laughs> <laughs> because it's just like, I want to know what's something that anyone else would think is really, really small that brings you a lot of joy. And coffee is perfect. And that is honestly next to chalky almond milk one of my biggest simple joys yeah 100 percent. i don't even drink it every day but i feel like when you have a good cup of coffee it mm-hmm. just is like this this feels right it does feel right <laughs> and it's like warming up your hands and it's yeah. warming up your heart and also a good coffee shop too come forget Ooh, about it forget about it <laughs> give me a chocolate croissant <laughs> forget about it <laughs> Okay, well, that was a perfect, simple joy. Is there anything that you would like to plug? It doesn't have to be social media. It can be a friend's business. It can be someone else's podcast. It could be anything. Um, if you like football and you want to listen to a couple really funny guys talk about football and things that I don't really understand, but football people would probably understand, check out Mush Mob, part of Doing Nothing Media, that Nate English the shit i don't know um <laughs> find them on spotify on any other place i think youtube that's okay. what i'm gonna plug mush mob mush mob by do nothing media yeah okay that is a great plug yeah i'll have to check them out um yeah i listen to it i don't know what they're saying half the time because i don't know football but right. they're Same. funny also the only fake thing i think is her thing if you like Bravo TV, um, really cool lady named Bar- Meredith makes memes on Instagram and just started a podcast. So, what's it called? The only fake thing. The only fake thing. There yeah. you go. Now we got two plugs. Yeah, that's way too many. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally joking. I did it all out. <laughs> We're just gonna say no. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for plugging. Thank mm-hmm. you for your simple joy. And to you, the listener. So you can... sorry. Oh. 
Sorry. sorry for cutting me off. <laughs> <laughs> Just sorry for everything in general. <laughs> you can follow this podcast on Instagram at Porch Club Podcast, and you can listen to me every week here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts every Tuesday. Uh, where I will have a different guest every week. Yeah, I won't be here next week. But maybe she come back some other time. Yeah, maybe. We'll talk about <laughs> gratitude some more. Gratitude. <laughs> we'll pencil it in. Remy. <laughs> okay. Well, we need to go to bed. We definitely need to go to bed. So we're so that's that's it. All right. Well, what a. <laughs> <laughs> what a giggly little time what a giggly little time thanks for coming on the show it thank was a friend. joy having you thank you for having me <laughs> <laughs> thank you for letting me sleep in your guest room tonight. absolutely let's go fucking go to bed <laughs> let's go fucking <laughs> Can just throw on some Studio Ghibli, girl. Why? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in for another episode of Porch Club Podcast. Until next week, PCP out. <laughs>